Spark Studio presents People, People, People podcast. Hey everyone, welcome to episode 13. I got to sit down with Sarah and chat about her epic sandwich shop, hospitality, how we used to have no filter, and community. I hope you enjoy. Hi, Sarah. Welcome to the podcast. I'm so glad you're here. I love that we share a name, um, that we're both pretty loud people. And I have to say, you probably make the best sandwich in all of LA. So thank you. I'm honored. (laughs) Thank you so much for having me. Yes. Not very often you find someone with the same name and the same smell (laughs) (laughs) So let's jump on in. Uh, First question is, who are you? Well, my name is Sara. Um, I own Monroe Place in Culver City. I am a restaurant industry veteran. Decided to open a small sandwich shop. Which is extremely good. Thank you. <laughs> uh, I try. Genuinely, I try very hard. But yeah, I'm a first-gen Iranian-American. Um, I lived in New York for 10 years, and now I'm back in L.A. I think I'm still figuring out my footing yeah but yeah i mean i guess like i cook for a living i don't like to use the word chef i don't yeah. think i'm there in uh-huh. terms of a caliber but i just like to make food that's what means all i think about <laughs> <laughs> i love that i'm curious on what made you decide like hey we're gonna open up a sandwich shop of all food it was like we're doing sandwiches well that's a really good question I have always loved sandwiches. It all starts with that. Uh, No, I mean, Alex, my business partner, and I, our first date was like grabbing a sandwich and hanging out in the park. Um, So it's sentimental to me in that essence. But I went to Oaxaca, Mexico, and I was there for two months. Yeah. And this woman made me like the simplest sandwich in like a stall in one of the Mercados. And I thought to myself, like, wow, like, it's just a sandwich. But yeah. I thought about it for like five days. <laughs> and so I went back and got the same sandwich and I tried to recreate it at the house we were staying in and it like wasn't, it wasn't working. I don't know what she put it in it. Like I watched her make it. So I was like, okay, it's Chipotle mail. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I just, uh, I got back to LA. I decided that I didn't want to go into restaurant management anymore. Um to you know there's a lot of politics involved with that and thought to myself how can i you know have a nine to five and food that like won't kill me with the hours and like will actually give me a sense of a life like everybody else and i have always cooked so i thought to myself like okay if i can figure out how to make really good sandwich (laughs) i love that that I can maybe pivot that. So it wasn't really all about like, let me open this sandwich shop. Like I've always wanted to own something that was of like a cafe mentality. So it's still like similar menu items. Yeah. And then I, you know, we had money saved uh, and we decided that we were just going to put all of our eggs in that basket. Um, So I'm glad that we did. I think it's so rad because it's even, it's funny that your sandwich shop is 
pretty much like one of the closest places to eat food from my office. <laughs> and I'm always, oh, I'll go a little bit farther down the platform and mix things up. And then I like start getting closer and closer. I'm like, nope, this is really good. <laughs> There's no reason for me to like bypass uh, Monroe Place. Like, I, and, and I think from my perspective, not knowing a ton about food is like all of the ingredients is like so fresh. And also like you have these amazing combinations that like a lot of people aren't doing in sandwiches. Like yeah, a sandwich is like a simple concept, but like you, you're like, I'm putting honey on this. Like I'm doing are like all these different approaches. And I love that because it's like a little bit of a twist, but it's a typical like lunch. Item. Yeah, I mean, thank you. <laughs> I started like looking at how I wanted to make the menu um, at first. Like obviously there are a lot of sandwiches that did not make the cut. Yeah. Um, before the serenity now, the original turkey sandwich I wanted from the menu, I know that every friend was lying to me, <laughs> telling me that was good. Probably like, Alex is in the background. And it was just like, this is garbage. You're bad friends. You're lying. <laughs> but I honestly, uh, I decided to pivot and start looking at it like, what are meals that I love and how can I try to incorporated in a sandwich form that's awesome so that is honestly how i look at the menu like i can tell you every single menu item like what the actual like dinner time dish that inspired it for me so the big bambino with the surface side on the honey like the roberta's beasting pizza is one of my favorite legendary so i yeah so i just was like okay how can i like make a sandwich that would replicate that kind of flavor profile but it's you know between bread yeah. Which is hard. It's it's really hard. <laughs> <laughs> Some things don't work, you know. I like I was just working on a sapo ricotta yesterday and it was garbage. So it's it's scrapped. It's hard, but I do like to believe that everything needs to be like mayo based. Like I don't really use mayo. I try to incorporate like as many fresh herbs as I can. Or um, you know, all the spreads are something that has come about that I have made for dinner before. But that's just somehow like blended in a Vitamix and then used as a spread. That's so cool. Like, <laughs> it, it's so funny because I wouldn't even think about that as just like a daily customer. I'm like, oh, this just tastes so great. You explaining like the meaning behind all of these sandwiches, because like, I think that's one component that's drawing a lot of people back to the shop. But I think also too the like the hospitality that you have, like every time I enter into the shop, you're like, hey, how's it going? What's going on? And like you did that prior to me even like knowing you and I just love that like joyfulness like I think people are partially going there because of you like as the person and then obviously because of the sandwiches that's so sweet <laughs> <laughs> and it probably plays into like the many years of like management that you did in the restaurant world yes there I mean I started working in restaurants when I was 17 I didn't actually make a career out of it until I was 22. Okay. So when I was really young managing the restaurants that I managed, and it was really difficult because everyone was way older and, you know, the respect isn't given and how you can It was very like, don't let anyone find out your age, like yeah. kind of vibes. But I learned a lot, especially with um, management and bartending. There are a few people that I've worked with in the past that like 
pretty much taught me everything I know. Like, it's so important to learn someone's first name. Yeah. And making them feel special or remembering something that they like. I don't want to just have, like, a QSR restaurant. Like, to me, like, that's not... That's not a goal. Like, obviously, you need to make money in order to live and cooperate. <laughs> like, that's, like, reality. Yeah. But my old bosses tell me, like, if you're trying to get rich, like, restaurants are not the right. <laughs> And And, and so, then it's, same with design. Same with design. Yeah, it's true. And But I'm fine with that. Like, I don't really care. Like, I just... Hospitality is really important to me. It is, like, hospitality first. For me, it's always been, like, hospitality, food, and then, like, steps to service. If you go so hard, the food's really good, and, like, your server or whomever is serving you that evening is really mean or, like, everyone has off days. Yeah, yeah. That I know. Like, yeah. you can pick that up in general. But if someone is, like, they genuinely don't want to be there and don't pick up that vibe, it doesn't matter how good the food is. You probably won't go back. Oh, for sure. I mean, and I'm, I've thought about that a lot, like not in regards to restaurants, but in regards to like coffee shops, because like oh coffee God, yeah. shops are like a dime a dozen these days. And you're paying like out the wazoo, like for a drink now and even with food. Right. And so it's like as silly as it sounds, I'm like, I want to build relationships with the people that I'm like interacting with. I want to have like a good connection with you. Like, I don't want to walk in and you'd be like, I don't want you to be here. Yeah, it's I don't get that. <laughs> I I don't get it. I don't. Really, I don't. Yeah. Um, very similar experiences, especially within coffee shops in LA. I don't know what it is about the coffee shop in LA. <laughs> it's very much like that. Also, like just other places in general, it feels like everything has become really transactional. Yes, and I think it feeling really transactional also like makes the bite of inflation 10 times worse. You're like, I'm I'm paying so much, I'm paying $6 for this cold brew. Like what's happening? You know, like, I'm sorry to bother you. Like, yeah, that's how it feels. And um, it shouldn't be like that. But I mean, that to me, that's like all about like management hands down. Like you have to teach that stuff to people. You can't, you can't teach people how to care. Yeah, <laughs> true. That's very true. Yeah. You can't teach people how to care, and you can't teach people a sense of urgency. Mm, yeah. But you can teach everything else. Yes. Yeah. So, like, I'm very big on, like, personality is a really big part of hiring for me in general and throughout my entire career. Because if you have, like, the the hospitable personality, no. then I can teach you everything else. That's amazing. And then it's a skill. I mean, at the end of the day, it's like, use this computer, this, yeah. this yeah. button. Yeah, it's yeah. Like teaching technology or teaching a skill like that can be learned. But we we say this like in design all the time. It's like I can teach anyone about technology all day, but like I can't teach them, yeah, like how to care or how to work fast or like the innate design sensibility. Like that's just like within you. But the skills, like like you're saying, can be taught all day long. And yeah. So. It's cool, though, to see because, like, when you guys started, it was, like, literally you and Alex. And I remember coming in. It was after you guys had gotten the, like, top 10 sandwiches in L.A. And it was, like, busting. Oh, my God. It was so hard. (laughs) And Alex always jumps at, like, they never give you a heads up, man. Like, it's messed up. But they don't. They don't. And you're like, what's happening? And. For us, too, like, our fridge broke the next day. Oh, no. So I just remember, like, we were we had sold out. I saw the article. I was like, oh, my God, I am so scared. And then <laughs> and the following day, our fridge broke. We were like, well, um, 
figure that out. Oh, you'll find on Monday and everything is fine. But no, then it became like it was too much. Like it's yeah. impossible. But like the staff that you did hire, they're like amazing. I'm so happy. Like they're we got so lucky. And we we talk about that all the time. Like it's our first round of hires too. Yeah. Like no one no one didn't work out. Yeah. No one left. Like it's not like that. Yeah. But we're pretty easygoing. I think it's yeah. like more of like the um Work needs to be fun. Yeah. But you also need to like make sure that, you know, you set the boundary. For me, it's work can be fun as long as you get your stuff done. If you get your stuff done, I don't care. Yeah. Laugh, joke. And you want to look at your phone like you have a minute. Yeah. You're gonna look. And also, that's like another thing that I don't get. Yeah. Just because it's, you know, it's 2023. Like people are glued to their phones. Like <laughs> it is what it is. Like yeah. telling, like back in the day, I'm like, phones in the locker. And like, that's not going to happen. No, I mean, it's just, I'm so grateful to the staff that we have it's like the reason why i can breathe i didn't think about that like yeah. when you open a business like you want press you think like okay if i get press then sales are going to go up yeah then i can hire right yeah but you can't anticipate something like that like what happened with the la times like yeah. i'm so grateful that it happened it yeah. like literally changed our business overnight yeah but at the same time if you can meet the demand, that also sets a bad precedent. So you're like, what am I supposed to do here? <laughs> like, you don't want to be like 45 minutes for sandwich, man. Like, what's yeah, yeah, the point, yeah. you know? But um, I think it was, like, good, too, because you had already built up, like, a rapport with the, like, like me and different people that were coming, like, daily or weekly or whatever it was, where it was, like, Okay, yeah, this kind of sucks to wait like 30 minutes for a sandwich, but like it's okay because I know them, they're great, and it will be fine. I'm so great. <laughs> <laughs> you felt that way. I mean, that was our my biggest fear. And I know that was a, a lot of like, there were a lot of times where I would have to tell Alex, like, you need to breathe. Like, I can't have you cut yourself. No, you can't. Like, if you cut yourself, we're scared. <laughs> so it's like, you need to take your time, but it's a lot of pressure. Yeah. So I'm glad we're past that now. Like, those days are over. Um, thank God. But yeah, I mean, the staff is amazing. They're so lovely. Um, you know, they're funny yeah. and they care. Yeah. That's the thing. Like, and they like the food. So yeah, yeah, <laughs> it, makes it, it makes it easier that they care and they like the product that totally. they're essentially selling, right? Yeah. Behind the counter. Exactly. But yeah, back to that like hospitable thing. For me, that's really important. Like, I've always said, like, please, like, try to, you know, engage and be nice and learn people's names. And yeah. Then they'll come back. Like, it's it's a trickle effect. That's amazing. And th I feel like that's just an extension of your personality. Like, you're not this person that's, like, going to put on a show just for work. It's like, this is who Sara is, like, 24 seconds. Yeah, it is very much. <laughs> <laughs> that's why I have my days off. I'm like, blinds closed. Yes, yeah. it off. You know, I take, like, one day to reset. You know. uh, but no, it's very much who I am. I think that's why I'm still in this industry. Hmm. Sitting behind a desk, like, did not work for me. Yeah, I, like, felt, and I always in school, like, I was, my citizenship on my report card was always, like, she talks too much. <laughs> I was right there with my girlfriend. She talks too much. She's easily distracted in social hour. But it's, like, I like being social. Like, yeah. SUNY. Like, yeah. <laughs> that's the point. <laughs> I love it. That's amazing. Well, let's move on to the next question. What do you believe in? It's a very open-ended. It's a very open-ended <laughs> question. Yeah, I feel I believe in a lot of things. Yeah, I believe that hard work 
really does pay off. Yeah. But I've just realized that that's like a truth. Yeah. You know, <laughs> you never know it when you're in it. You know, is so- it ever going to pay off? Yeah. Um, no, I think hard work really pays off. I think being kind to people, hmm. even when they're not kind to you, is really important. And like, I'm a hot headed person too. Like, yeah. I, the social, the joking, all that aside, like I get mad really quickly yeah. and I react very impulsively. It's yeah. just like who I am. And I've learned that that's something that's like not a good quality, you know, yeah. it's it's hard to curve that back sometimes like yeah. when you're upset or when you're stressed. It's usually it stems from stress. But sure. I think that living by your va- I believe in living by the values that you set. Yes. Like that is something that's really important to me. And especially with people like that I care about and love in my life, like honesty, loyalty, integrity. Like I try to live my life in the same vein of mm-hmm. those values. Yeah. And I think that's like the biggest thing that I believe in. Yeah. That's it. Live yeah. by your values. That's amazing. And it, and I think it really goes back to like being authentic. Even how you said like, yeah, I can be like energetic and social, but I also can get like pretty upset quickly. And just having that like honesty and yeah. authenticity of like hey like here i am here's some good things here's some things i'm working on like that draws people to you and to other people that are very authentic is like you know you're not being like bamboozled like you know you're getting the real deal yeah and but you know that's important to me yeah. i think like especially with social media like <laughs> you'll just see some stuff and you're like that's not how they are in person yeah that's not who they are like yeah. this like cookie cutter like oh everything's so great like everything is not great Sarah <laughs> it's not great you know and um, I think it's really important to be self-aware and to own it that's something that I always like own it if you own it then people won't be upset yes. that's like the other thing too yeah no deflecting is like it's not good no, but even like close close friends of mine, even like our staff, like they have seen me like unravel quickly, yeah. like I'm I'm pit, but they know. So yeah. it, within ten minutes, like sorry, I overreacted. Yeah. <laughs> but it's very like we get it. It's fine. Yeah, because it's not all the time. It's not who I am. But I do think like if you are someone who like has an outburst, then you act like you didn't do anything wrong. Yeah, that's really frustrating. It is frustrating, but also it's like it makes you. Look like an asshole. <laughs> and personally, I don't want to be branded as an asshole, you know? Yeah, so but, but it's like perfection is not attainable. And no one is Mrs. Sunshine no, all the time. No, like, no. And I think I think we both of us have probably gotten that where people that don't really know us just think like, oh, we're just like happy-go-lucky all the time. And we're these like loud, like bright people. And it's... It's so funny because my mom is the same way and we talk about this all the time. It's like people that don't really know us don't know like we can get down to business and like make shit happen, you know, and it's just it's like it it sounds kind of intense, but it's like if you cross me like you better be ready. (laughs) No, a thousand percent. Like I have had to like, you know, there have been times where like I've had to make a phone call, you know, and if people are around me when I make a phone call and they look at me like you are no. Oh, oh my gosh. You shouldn't see me and my mom with like customers. No, that was just skill. <laughs> it's a skill I've had since I was like 60 years old. I don't know if it's because my parents are divorced or what. I don't know. No, no. It was like representative manager. Oh, like all the automated. <laughs> <laughs> like, so, like, get a human online. 
I remember this is like totally random, but I remember calling FedEx like years ago and we we're trying to get these materials up to like Washington and they lost all our packages. Oh, I was for that important design meeting. And FedEx is trying to tell me, I'm trying to get in touch with their like warehouse. And they're trying to tell me that there is no phone at their warehouse. And I'm like, <laughs> I'm like, so you're telling me that if there was a fire, <laughs> no one could call 911. And they're like, we'll connect you right now, ma'am. I was like, thank you. <laughs> when I first went to New York, I shipped a box of shoes. Yeah. Okay? And the shoes arrived in the apartment I was living in. And I noticed, like, the address, like, my original box was, like, cut and, like, taped oh, on the other box. Yeah. So I call my dad, and I'm like, what did you do to my box? Yeah. <laughs> it's like, I did nothing to your box. <laughs> so then I open the box, and, like, half of my shoes, like, the left foot's gone. No. Like, it's, <laughs> so, like, calling guns for a service trying to figure out, what happened to my shoes? Yo. And they're like, oh, sorry, ma'am. Like, just, like, ribbed open somewhere in, like, I don't know, Missouri or something like that. <laughs> Like the guys, it was dark. They couldn't find all the chairs. And I said, "So you shit me the box? Yeah, said yeah, nothing. Yeah. And thought I would just not notice. Yeah. <laughs> I'm missing a, like a foot here. Might as well you know, lose the whole pair. And that was like an experience where I like really try everything with customer service. And I learned then that the USPS does not care. <laughs> <laughs> They have government. They have no one to uh, report to, so they're the yeah. authority. Yeah, <laughs> so you're just like, okay, right, all right. I'm standing by speech. <laughs> I love those stories. I think circling back just a little bit and like that authenticity and even like the social media and looking at like people. I've done the same thing where you're like, your life isn't like that. Like I know I'm friends with you, and I think. One thing that's really interesting to me is like having this like sense of like authenticity and also like transparency, I think is the word. But like I used to be like fully transparent, just tell everyone everything. And I don't think that's good either. I used to be the same way. Yeah, I get it. And it's oversharing. And yeah. Like, you got, it's like <laughs> it keeps things close to the chest. You know? I think it's kind of having like as we get older and mature, it's like having that balance of like knowing when like to act a certain way. And, you know, like just not just like letting everything out, but also being like transparent where it's like people can really connect with you instead of being like removed, I guess. Yes, I 100% agree. I mean, I've been having this conversation too recently where it's like, what is a friend? Oh, I liked that. Like I, I was telling the, uh, my two best friends, you know, like are my best friends. Probably. One is from childhood. The other one is from high school. Yeah. But we all grew up together. Yeah. And I recently had this conversation where I was like, these people aren't your friends. And they kept rebuttaling, but mm-hmm. they are. And I said, but are they sitting here yeah. at the table when yeah. we're talking about, you know, problems in a marriage, yeah. financial problems? Like, yeah. what am I going to do about my student debt? Like, real life shit. Yeah. That's a friend. Yeah. And I think of a day in social media, it's really hard to be like, like, what is transparent? What is a transparent friendship or, you know, authentic friendship? It's really hard to tell. And for a while, I thought like maybe it was just LA when I moved back here. Yeah. But it's not. It's everywhere. It's everywhere. It really doesn't matter. Like, even in New York, like, where everyone's like, who they are. <laughs> Certain New Yorkers. For <laughs> me. Right. No, but I mean, even there, you're like, oh, okay. Like, oh. well, and I think, too, with social media, the friendships are 
spread very thin. It might seem like you have a lot of friends, but when you have so many quote unquote friends, like you're spread so thin that you can only go so deep. And I think as I get older, I realize that it is so important to have that like core group of friends. If it's like five people or somewhere around there where you're actually like investing and going deep with and having these like hard conversations about life and also having like obviously joyous moments but it's incredibly hard to go deep with 500 people like that's not gonna happen i know and it's like if you like especially to like with larger gatherings like i feel like how how yeah and also like maybe i don't really want everyone at this table like 15 people yeah to know like the ins and outs of what's going on in my life like i don't know them and you know that's something that i've learned it's like i used to overshare <laughs> so i was so transparent <laughs> life is hard thanks <laughs> it's like you don't need to yeah you don't need bearing yeah. out yeah exactly and i think even like just sitting down to have dinner like with your close friends is like such a intimate setting and sit down and and be like authentic is so beautiful like there's so many amazing things that come out of that yeah i like to say like who can you be off with yeah so who can you turn the the switch off yeah everyone has a switch you turn yeah. on for work you turn on for you know totally. even like regardless of being authentic and joyous yeah or a positive attitude like yeah. you still turn it on oh okay. yeah for sure and it's like who can you turn it off around and like those are you that's <laughs> <laughs> like me and my mom i'm like i i'll be coming home from work and i'll just be like i'm so tired i'm sorry i can't talk to you like i oh i do that all the time i'm like all time mom is so tired yeah she's like you and your brother you guys are so busy <laughs> mom i'm tired <laughs> but like i'll call you in the morning and i'll be a completely different person like just give me like eight hours of sleep and i'll be golden yeah. <laughs> a new person <laughs> <laughs> oh i love that that's awesome so the last question is what do you currently do currently i am still at monroe place <laughs> <laughs> no i'm actually like in a weird transitional period personally i'm trying to figure out like what my next move is like, yeah i did a pottery course this summer so i didn't i always wanted to do that i did that yeah it was great Delta. i'm gonna do it fall yeah i think yeah like i'm in flux like i'm yeah. trying to figure it out we're like a weird transitional period i think um as a person i have uh, authentically i've learned i you know there are like different ways that people deal with life transition Mm -hmm. um you know some people like feel it during and i'm very like okay how how can we just get this done and move forward yeah but then like months later then i'll reflect on all those changes and then i crumble yeah (laughs) I like power through and they're like oh right yeah i have to emotionally assess that so i think like i'm i'm coming on the other end of that like that moving was a big deal yeah um you know family stuff personal stuff work the shop like yeah. growing the way it did like it's it all happened within i mean this year yeah year's not even over so i went so i'm like okay keep it together <laughs> yeah so going into the end of the year i really want to figure out like how to ground myself i haven't been cooking that much yeah that to me has been like that's when i know where i'm like in a weird yeah. state um so i think i'm gonna try to like get into baking this next season i mean it makes sense it's the following oh, scene yeah you know pies and stuff like that yeah. spending more time with friends my best friend's getting married so mm-hmm. yeah and then just figure out like what my next move is to be honest yeah um i'd love for 
our shop to expand. I don't think I would definitely want, but right now just feels like a weird standstill tumultuous time. Like you know, with the writer strike going on, it's crazy. And I mean, like I stand by what they're striking for. So you know, I'm like, however long it takes for you to reach an agreement. But I also do feel like with the sake of what's going on, it's like an agreement needs to be made. Be made. Yeah. Because so many people are getting affected. Crazy. And like even my boyfriend, he's in the industry and it's just like he's been out of work since like June. Yeah. And luckily, like he has other income, which is great. But there's a lot of people out there that have no other income. I know. It's like it's really wild to me. I just I can't believe it's been this long. But I also can at the same time, just because, like, I mean, it's like the same old song. It's corporate greed. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> no, other, no, and I think, you know, it's going to start trickling the economy. And for those reasons, I feel like it's very, like, anything new can happen. Totally. I think a lot of people are just in this weird limbo of, like, not knowing exactly what's happening with the economy. So they're very, like, nervous about making sudden changes or, like, starting anything. Yeah. I, I mean, I agree. And I know, like, this has been kind of, like, a big like people who work in food too have been like throwing this out there and being like yeah. prices of food has gone up prices of labor has gone up and like i know the consumer also feels that as well like price point i have at my shop is not the price point i wanted when i opened yeah was not <laughs> but what can i do right because yeah, you're paying for the food you're paying for the labor like yeah it all it all trickles down at the end of the day i also think like i don't know if it's because of like you know our generation yeah. but this kind of inflation like hasn't really happened since like our parents were our age you know like just starting to go down that route of like having families and whatnot yeah um so we wouldn't really know that's the other thing it's like no one would really know <laughs> yeah. we're gonna like notice like whoa <laughs> i mean they were yeah. around <laughs> i'm trying to be hopeful yeah you know what i mean yeah but i do find like some like weird solace in knowing that like although the united states does have like it's issues yeah this is a global oh for sure so that's why i'm kind of like okay (laughs) i think too like i've just really been trying to recently like stay present because i think it's so easy to be like well what if this happens what if that happens and you're just like spinning and then you're also feeling like i'm spinning and i'm also going nowhere and so just be present, be grateful and thankful for like what you have right now in this day. Cause like essentially that's all you have. And I think that's given me like a lot of peace, but it's just hard when things are like in the balance. Cause your, your mind just starts spinning like, well, what if this happens? What if this happens? And then you're like on the ground crying, you know? No, I get that. I mean, I suffer from anxiety. That's you know, what I'm like very vocal about, but I also have been trying to practice that and like it has been beneficial. Like, it sounds like, I don't want to say, like, ignorance is bliss. You should know. <laughs> you should be informed. You should be informed. Yeah. But I definitely am not as informed as I used to be. Yeah. I used to be this, like, check the New York Times, like, every day, every five hours. What's going on in the news? What's happening at the Capitol? What's going on? You know, it's just like, and now, I'm like, yeah, I don't care as long as it's, like, you know, like, I do care, like, I don't follow, but I'm like, you don't need to check in incessantly. Me checking it or reading about it isn't going to change the outcome. That's something that I have to, like, remind myself of. Yeah. And being present is really important. It's, if your mind is always elsewhere, then you're going to look back. Why was I, wasn't I, yeah. Enjoying what I had right there. Nobody wants that, you know? No one wants to, like, look back on their life and be like, man, I 
you know, I should have responded to that email. <laughs> you know, no, it's, it's like so. Somebody emails you at 9 p.m., they can wait. Yeah, they can wait till the morning. I think that's also important. I like used to be so like respond to text so fast. Now I'm like, I'm doing something. They shall live. Yeah, it's okay. okay. It's okay. If it's yeah. not like life threatening or, you know, an emergency, yeah. then it's okay. I think that's, oh my gosh, I think that's so important because, yeah, we we live so much of our lives in this like fast paced lifestyle and then we miss out on so much or we're like filled with anxiety because we're watching these news channels that all they're about, no matter what news channel you watch, is like drama. Like it's a soap opera. Yeah. It's like, what? Yeah. <laughs> But also, half the time, it's like, we're still talking about this. <laughs> oh, it's so true. Like you said earlier, like, none of us are perfect. By just trying to be like, hey, I'm going to be present. I'm going to try to not spiral out of control because of these certain things. Like, just having that mindset is, like, starts to give you more life instead of, Agreed. like, living in this, like, fear that most likely won't even happen. My last job in New York that I loved. Yeah. Like, I loved that job. I loved that hospitality group. Like, would have died for it, truly. Mm -hmm. Like, I had this sick notion. And I was good at my job. Yeah. I knew that. Like, I got promoted. Like, I got along with everybody. Yeah. And every day I woke up thinking, what if they fire me today? Oh. Nobody instilled that. I just, like, had this, like, I was so in my head. And I look back now and I'm like, I really wish I was so much more present because mm -hmm. I would have had so much more fun yeah i i mean i've totally been there i've totally been there and it's wild because you know it's these intrusive thoughts that uh just hit you like right on the side of like <laughs> constantly like you're not good enough you're not you're not worthy of this position even though you're getting all this like praise or affirmation of like hey you're really good at your job it's wild to me because it happens to so many people like it's not just me and you it's many people. i know but that's the craziest thing because i feel like people don't talk about it i'm like i used to think i was gonna get fired every day oh and my boss used to be like can you stop <laughs> you know i'm like uh, yeah sure yeah it's crazy <laughs> and i think like one of the things that i learned is like focus on what's true like, what is true? I'm crushing my job right now. What is true? Like, my boss just gave me a great review. Because for some reason, our brains spiral on what is a lie, and a lie will enter our mind and just automatically go, oh, true. We, like, we don't even call oh, it. No. Yeah, we don't detective it. It goes back to your values, right? Yeah, it's so true. And it's like, I just... I love that we're having this conversation because I want to encourage more and more people. Hey, you like question those lies. Like, don't focus on the lie. Like, focus on what is true. Yeah. What is actually happening. And half the time you don't even know, like, where the thought came in from. Yeah. You're like, whoa, what happened? But I also think like for, for myself, I can say part of it was like, you know, that notion of like, it's too good to be true. Yeah. That line mm -hmm. will fuck you up. Honest to God. Yeah. Like, because it's one of those, like, the dream job, right? Mm -hmm. And then you get it, and you're like, it's too good to be true. Yeah. And then you have immediately, like, put that thought process in your head of, like, when is the shoe going to drop? Yes. Yeah. It's a terrible way to look like. Oh, I've and done it for so long. Yeah. I don't any, I'm trying not to anymore. I don't know if it's, like, the fact that I am, I am a control freak and I'm actually in control. Yeah, no. <laughs> but not really. Yeah. I can't control how many people walk in through the doors. I can't control 
how many orders are placed on. I can't control any of that. I can only control what I put out. Mm. That's why I think going back to that whole notion of like being present so important to me because it's like this is all you have right now. Yeah. You could think of a hundred what ifs. What if I get fired from my job? What if my partner leaves me? What if my family passes away? Like all these crazy things. Those are all things that are future based things that may never happen. Yeah. And you're consuming your present time, like the energy that you've been given with these thoughts that may never come into actuality. And so I think trying to focus about being present just makes you so much more grateful for like what you have right now. Like for me, like I believe in God and I'm like, thank you, God, that I have a job. Thank you that I have a partner. Thank you that I have a feel like and just yeah. taking like having that gratitude transforms my brain like. But it really is like what you what you put out is what you get. Right. Yeah. Like I used to never believe in that. Yeah. Um, but like my mom is a big like, you know, she's very like ask the universe and like yeah. you shall receive. She's <laughs> <laughs> like the queen of that. I love it. But I believe it too. I think like, you know, if you put out what you want, then you'll receive it somehow. I think the biggest issue with, like, the concept of karma is people always think, like, you know, eye for an eye, cut a bite. <laughs> what if someone wronged you in one way, that they will also be wronged in the same way? And it's like, that's not necessarily true. But I believe in it in the sense of, like, what is it that you care about? And then that's how something... It's like, because all of our lives are like that, right? Like, we never expect something that bad that's going to happen to us is going to happen. Yeah, for sure. And it... What something may be like catastrophic to us may not be catastrophic to someone else. Exactly. And I like just going back to like how you said a a minute ago, like all we can do is control ourselves. That's all you can do. You can't control anybody else. And yeah, if we're if we're basing our lives on trying to control people or trying to people please and make sure that everyone else thinks you're great, it's just an endless task. Be content and grateful even if your situation might be sucky or it might be good like but it can always be worse yes that's the thing yes it's like it can suck right now yeah but it can suck way Way more like things can change in an instant too like you might be in a sucky situation in the next month it's like oh things are so much better i mean look at COVID. yeah that's like the biggest thing like no no one Expect that was going to happen. We thought it was going to be two weeks. Yeah. <laughs> I remember I was going to Mexico City. My mom calls me, yells at me. They yeah. like, you're crazy. COVID's coming. And I tell her, I'm like, mom, I live in New York City. Yeah. If COVID comes, yeah. I'm screwed here. <laughs> it doesn't matter where I am, yeah. where you are. Yeah. Like if, you know, if it hits stateside, that's it. It'll spread. Like, yeah. Exactly. And it did. But I think it's um, funny how the takeaway from it has been. Like, sometimes I wonder, like, is that as terrible as it was? Mm -hmm. And like how many lives were lost, which is like terrible. Yeah. But as a society, like, is that something that like we needed or is that something that people individually needed? I know for myself, I know I changed my life. I was never going to leave New York ever. That was like, no, this is home. This is who I am. During that time period, I was like, actually, uh, like, I don't think I'm that happy. <laughs> like, actually, like, I don't think I, like, want to keep doing this. Yeah. Well, it's those moments are so good. If even, 
even though it comes out of a horrible situation, like that is a part of life. Like there are going to be ups and downs. And it really is about as each individual, like how are you going to handle the situation? Because if you're just going to lay over when every hard situation happens, you're going nowhere. I know. Unfortunately, humans only grow when they go through trials. It is true. We don't grow when we're like on the top of the mountain and singing like hallelujah. Like it it doesn't happen there. It happens in the valley. And so I think it's all about having that perspective of like, sure, there will be hard things in my life. But like, how do I endure these things? How do I get out instead of just like melting and saying like, I'm done? Yeah. And I think, you know, that's really important. I am not a wallower. Yeah, me neither. <laughs> I, I can't. I mean, yes, like I'll definitely like I'll deal with how I'm feeling and not healthy coping ways. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I like I won't, you know, I'm not the kind of person that's like, I can't get out of bed. Yeah. There is no meaning to me. I mean, most of the time it's like, OK, like get up. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> You're it out. You know, I don't feel like this anymore, so figure it out. Yeah. <laughs> you know, my mom has always said growing up, she's like, okay, you fell off the horse, get back up. Like, it'd be like instantaneously. And I love that. And I've learned along the years, like, okay, it's okay to like kind of like process what no process, you know what I mean? Even if it takes a week, yeah, process. But like, but like, not how let it take over your, your life. Exactly. And I think that's cool. Like, that's why other people are in your life, too, is to help you out of those situations. 1,000%. You can't do it alone. Oh, no. Life is way too hard to by yourself. <laughs> and, like, that's why I always try to tell people that, too. Like, especially close friends of mine, like, like yeah. it's not about your life partner yeah. either. Like, yeah. if you have one. Yeah. Like, it's not. It's actually about, like, everyone else. Yes. Or everyone combined. Yes. I mean, Alex was just out of town last week. Yeah. It was the first time we, he, he's been gone. Yeah. Since we opened the shop, it's a long time. Yeah, I'm not like three, almost three years to like be with someone every day, every day, yeah, every night. No, but when he was gone, my friends were like, "Oh my god, like, do you miss him? Like, how do you feel?" Yeah, I'm like, I love this house by myself. It's awesome. Yeah. It was temporary, but yeah. And then you, the rest is with the community that you have, right? Like yes. back in the day, like tribal villages, and like the village is the village. But like, there's a reason why they say, you know, it takes a village. Yes. I think it's like, as an individual, I believe, like, be confident in who you are. Be proud of who you are and stand alone, but then also be able to commune with your partner or with a community. Like, because if you are codependent on your partner or um, a community, like, that's not healthy. Like, I think it's really beautiful when people truly know who they are and then they gather. Agreed. But also, too... To that effect, it's like, you're never really going to know who you are. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, you're going to keep changing. You're going to be yourself, like, as a core, right? That's where values come in. Yeah, it's like, your values are very, like, what your values are. But, like, anything can change you. Yep. A breakup can change you. You know, losing a family member. Yes. Like, any, anything, mostly in the negative light. I mean, like, a constant work in progress. We're always constant work yes. in progresses. But I do believe that, like, if you don't know what your values are or what you stand for as a person, then how can you contribute to the community? Yeah. That's like how, because you, you know, and that's like, you always joke like, you know, there's, oh, my friend, this is 
that's that friend. Yeah, yeah. You know? So I was like, oh, she's the tough love. Yeah. You know? <laughs> Everyone has one. I'm that for someone. I know that. But it's like, but that's because they know what their values are. So they're mm-hmm. like, this person upset you or like deliberately hurt you. They're not worth your time. Yeah. Right. So like, that's what a person who's so sure of themselves and that yeah. to tell you that for you to believe it, then you're like, yeah, actually, you're right. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Go off and do your own thing. But yeah, you do have to stand alone. Because yeah. at the end of the day, too, like, you don't know as much as we all love to think that like loyalty is, you know, forever. Yeah. Like, especially today, it's like people get divorced all the time mm-hmm. and friendships end. And yeah, it's just, but that's just nature, I think. Yeah. It's like you, gr- you either grow with people or you grow apart. Yeah. Or some don't grow. Life is one wild ride. This has been amazing. Thank you so much for sitting down with Thank me. Thank you for having me. You're welcome. Let's go eat some food. Let's, yeah. Let's <laughs> <go>. <laughs>